Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, Happy New Year and welcome, Power Partners, to a brand new year on our informational playground. Star Style, be the star you are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We have a spectacular lineup of programs for the next 52 weeks to seed and stimulate and support you. And we want to get you talking to each other and about what's happening in the world. This year on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, you're going to expect more topics on lifestyle, improvements, business success, travel, design, gardening, nature, writing, technology and, of course, things that are happening in the news as well as are always having good books and authors that you are accustomed to meeting. And I know that Heather Brittany has lots lined up in our T for Two and our Health Matters. So what do you what do you plan to do this year? Goals and everything, you know, as, as everything we always think, you know, of uh, getting ahead, you know, I always feel like there's just so much organization and, and health and you're just trying to make this year um, the best year as possible. And I know there's a lot, um, too, that you're going to share about 
going on with um, the charity and the radio show. I know there's some really exciting stuff kind of going, going on. Right. And, of course, I know you, with your whole fitness lifestyle, you'll be talking about how to keep in shape and beauty issues and reproductive uh, health as well as style and just basically healthy living in general. So we're going to continue to be featuring Business Bites to help you in your business needs and, of course, a miracle moment every show. And speaking of miracle moments, today's miracle moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity's 10th Annual Essay Contest. This is the final week for you to get your entry in. You want to go to starstyleradio.com and click events and you'll find out how to enter. And the theme this year is on being an American. So very, very easy and should be interesting. Only 300 words. So, you know, you have a good chance of winning. I love it. Yeah. So make sure to do it. Well, the miracle moment is some people dream of doing exciting and adventurous things and other people just go ahead and do it. So that is our motto for the year. Dream it. Do it. (laughs) Don't just dream it. You have to do the next part. You need to do it. Well, there's one safe prediction that we can all make about the future, and that safe prediction is that we cannot predict it. So I know that the holiday feasting is uh, hopefully behind us. Or that, I mean, that's kind of the best part of the holidays is all the wonderful food and drink and camaraderie and family that's around. And it seems that since Thanksgiving this past year rolled right into Christmas and then New Year's, it might have been challenging for some of us, myself included, to control the eating and manage the weight and You know, you want to get out and exercise, but in some parts of the country, it's been blizzards and snowstorms and freezing cold. So if you consume more calories than you expended, you might be starting the new year with a little bit wider waistline and maybe a bit of a guilty conscience. You might try on those pants and that zipper just may break. (laughs) But we don't want you to fret, do we, Heather? Because you, you have ways to get us back on track without beating ourselves up. So in Health Matters, let's talk about what are some health and fitness goals that we can, you know, we can start right now and hopefully we can keep them through the rest of the year. Yeah, well, as you're saying, throughout this next year, we're going to have all kinds of fantastic and new and all kinds of great health things. Um, Hopefully nothing will seem repetitive and kind of new ways of approaching stuff. Um, But, you know, kind of to kick off this new year, um, as we're talking, everyone makes these New Year's uh, resolutions and that um, one of the the number one things that people always say, I want to lose weight, I want to get in shape, you know, I want to keep, you know, sometimes people, you know, have dieted and they've achieved something. Um, and during the holidays, it's really hard to, to kind of keep um, in check with that. There's all these amazing foods. And we also know when it's cold, you know, there's more comforty, higher fatty, rich foods, lots of alcohol, lots of fatty drinks. And it's cold, you know, with, with it being cold, we're bundled up. We're in more clothing. We're not as exposed. So it's not during the summer, you know, we're in those bikinis and, you know, it's a little bit harder to hide things. Um, and so with that being one of the biggest um, resolutions that people try to make is to lose weight. And oftentimes, um, you know, people, they, the first week they get going and then slowly things kind of start uh, coming undone. And we just want to talk today of, like, don't give up on yourself of how 
Um, you know, if you have little miss-ups or all this kind of stuff, you don't have to wait till for a Monday or, okay, I'll start next week. Just start the next day, you know, or, or you know, make little adjustments for it. And that's the first kind of tip is don't beat yourself up over, um, you know, quote-unquote being bad. Um, oh, I like that. I like the idea of don't beat yourself up because I think that the more that we beat ourselves up, the, the worse that we get. I know that when I'm feeling bad, you know, I want to have something hot and wonderful and, you know, <laughs> probably caloric. So let's not beat ourselves up. Good point. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's um, kind of the main thing that, you know, people say, oh, no, oh, I didn't go to the gym, I didn't work out, and we get this kind of this feeling of, of guilt and you know, we have to remember, it's the holidays, it's all this time. It just means, you know, we can do something again tomorrow. Just because one bad thing happens doesn't mean that that's going to be the outcome for the whole year or your whole week or your whole day. Um, just say, okay, tomorrow, you know, I'm tomorrow, okay, I'm hitting the treadmill. Tomorrow, um, we're not going to have the cookies, you know, those little things like that. Um, and then kind of, you know, speaking of with the cookies is not starving yourself. A lot of times what people do um, you know, is skipping meals and this whole thing about dieting. I know something you've always said is, oh, I hate the word diet because it has the word die in it. And that it just sounds so negative. It's more Right. Anytime I ever say that word, I, it's, it's sort of like deadline. I hate the word deadline. I use timeline. So <laughs> good point. We don't want to die, so that means we don't want to starve ourselves. Yeah, and, you know, and that's something a lot of times – you know, there's misprint. Of course, yeah. If you don't, if you do starve yourself with things, of course that will be a loss of weight. But it's a very short term thing. As we know, a lot of times, if we go all day, if we deprive ourselves of things, the next time, you know, we see cookie, we 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 binge eat, we eat so much, and a lot of times, what happens is your blood sugar gets all out of whack, and so that's why when we are so hungry, when we haven't had little snacks throughout the day, we're craving you know, salty, sugary, fatty things because our body is needing, our is all out of whack. So instead of depriving, instead of having this diet, create a healthy meal plan. And I'm a big fan of having just small little meals. I always, I'm the queen of grazing. Um, for me, you know, and, and everyone too, before you start any kind of crazy regimen or anything, you know, talk with doctors or anything like that. But the biggest thing is, um, is just having small little meals throughout the day. I know for me personally, if I can't start the day with a big breakfast, um, because then I just feel long, and I just feel sluggish, and I oh, I can't move. But just having a little bite, you know, some bananas, um, maybe a bagel, some juice, just little little bits, and then throughout the day, just kind of munching, just kind of keep my body going. And that's something you know. I'm the same way with the, the breakfast. I know everyone always says breakfast is the most important meal, but like you, and maybe it's a family trait. I really can. I usually just have yogurt and some fruit and a cup of coffee. You know, and that's all I can have. And then, and then I can drink a lot of water, and I have to snack on something because if I do eat a big breakfast, I I need that after breakfast nap. <laughs> so you know, I can only do that on a Sunday. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's kind of one of the things too. Usually, you know, on Sunday is, but but one thing you know, kind of saying with that, I will kind of make my little asterisk with that is, on Sundays, usually with my friends or my husband or if we're in town, we like to do brunches. You know, starting around noon that are really long and drawn out that you know last hours and hours. But we're kind of taking on that European view that we're not just eating. You know, we have it, and but at the end of the day, we've you know eaten all day. 
but it's a very slow, we're just talking, and, you, you know, so it's taking everyone a very, hours on hours and rest, so it's really, it's really still is a grazing process because we're sitting and we're enjoying it and we're not in this rush to get somewhere, um, you know, and hauling it down, and, and you touched on something, is also staying hydrated. A lot of times we think we're hungry when we're not. What we actually are is thirsty. Many foods um, to hydrate our body. Even, you know, coffee. Coffee is, is good for you. You know, we, things kind of keep going back and forth on it, you know, in moderation. But it also dehydrates you. So uh, things, you know, for every, um, for every alcoholic beverage you drink, for every coffee, for every soda, you want to have as much of um, in water uh, compared ounces to ounces. And also kind of a thing is to have, you know, a minimum of 64. That's eight ounces or eight ounces. That's um, eight so sixty four ounces, eight cups. That's eight eight ounce cups of water. And you know, I, I, that's really important in what you're saying about drinking water, especially if you're having alcoholic beverages. Um, people don't realize that alcoholic beverages are dehydrating you, and especially if you're flying. They always say, you know, the the information is is not to drink if possible. So if but if you drink enough water, then you'd be okay. So that is a really good tip. Yeah, and as well, you know, and eating with you, and and then something you know too is we were just you know how I was kind of touching on the brunch is eating mindfully. We've talked about on different shows of how um, America, you know, we're in this rat race. It's go go go. You know, people you know, we're eating standing up, we're eating in the car, we're we're eating at our desk, and we're typing away. And our and what's happening, um, you know, because we, we're on this whole thing about productivity and go go go. But what happens when we're not taking the time? to focus on what we're doing. Oftentimes, you know, our, our work is sloppy. And the same thing comes to when we're eating. You know, it's that thing you're typing on your computer and, you're, you know, you're eating chips or, you know, you're eating something. Before you know it, you've eaten the whole bag or you've eaten so much and you don't even realize you're hungry because you're not focusing on the task at hand. So, And that's important. The, the mindful eating, I think, is very important. But I also um, think that what you're saying about relaxing and enjoying it, like when you have your brunch with your husband or your friends or family, you know, on a Sunday or Saturday, that you're not rushing to the next appointment, that you're really enjoying what you're doing because when you're enjoying what you're doing, you are more mindful. Oh, completely. And- and then, you know, I know we've been talking, you know, kind of focusing on the food more, um, but it is a counter, you know, it's, it takes two kind of things, that it isn't just the food you eat, it's also your physical activity. And I, I see these commercials all the time um, that I think are awesome, but kind of make me sad at the same time. Um, because if you might know that many schools, at least within California, um, due to budget cuts, have just been, you know, getting rid of the arts, getting rid of, and more and more schools no longer have um, PE, physical uh, education. So people don't have that 60 minutes, that 45 minutes a day of a physical activity. And that's one of the reasons we have such a high rate of obesity with our children. So I see these commercials that say, 60 a day, go out and play, which I think is a really positive thing. They say, stop playing video games, go out there, play with your friends. You know, there's really fun commercials. Um, but I kind of feel it's sad that they're saying, hey, kids, don't sit, like, you have to tell kids. Um, growing up, I felt like we did have so much energy. It was like, oh, my God. 
Uh, it is so- sad, and I remember how uh, President Kennedy had this whole program of there were all these awards for physical education, and mm-hmm. you know you and they he had a whole program going that you know you had to skip rope so many times, and then you had to play foursquare, and then you had to run, and then you did the bars, mm-hmm. and you did this, and it's really sad that kids today don't do that. And in my opinion, just as you're saying, I think the two things that schools have that they should never, they really cannot cut are athletics and the arts. These are two things that make us who we are, that keep us healthy and keep our brains, you know, engaged. And so we do have to figure out a way to to get a lot of physical exercise some way or another. Yeah, and, and so that's the main thing I want to say is being active every day is um, you, you know, you don't have to, you know, if you're a member of a gym or exercise, it, you don't have to, you know, it's as simple as something. It can involve, because that could be a New Year's resolution, too, of spending more time with your family is, you know, going for walks, um, you know, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, parking, you know, even when you go to the grocery store, park further away so that it takes, you know, you have to take those extra steps to get there. That's um, a big thing, too, is, um, something that I always, I like to work out every single day. For me, it's been, you know, sometimes it may be early or whatever, but it starts for me, it's like a reward. I always feel that the only, you never regret the workout you did do. So, you know, oftentimes, um, you know, when you miss that, for me, I feel like, oh, gosh, I, I, didn't, I didn't get in my workout today. But I, to me, it's become part of my routine. And I just want to tell you, don't beat yourself up because when there's, that again, that negative stuff, when we have a negative thing towards food, we have a negative thing um, towards working out of, oh, I have to go work out or, oh, I missed my workout. I'm not going to, you know, I can't do it again, blah, blah, blah. It should be, you know, this is something for our bodies. It's, a, you know, it's almost a gift to our body that we're keeping it active. We're keeping it going. Um, so many of the things, again, that we eat or that we're exposed to, we want to keep everything um, functioning and a big thing too is our happy meter, our endorphins. When you work out, they've done studies showing that after workouts, people are um, and, and control studies were showed images, you know, of of foods and all that, and people were more likely to say that they wanted the healthier foods because afterward they felt satisfied after a workout. Their body was filled with all these endorphins. They felt really good. There is that um, pleasure thing that we feel like I did something really great for my body. I did something good, you know. Now, and it built our metabolism gets going. We feel good. So don't view workouts, um, you know, as a negative thing of oh, I have to go work out. It's be as a gift for you and find something that's fun. If you don't like going to the gym, if you don't like, you know, uh, my, my brother calls it on, um, on the run to nowhere when you go on the treadmill um, or on a bicycle ride. Um, if you really, if you know, if you want to be out in the elements and, you know, kind of, and starting small, if you're not someone who works out often, don't, you know, the first day decide to run 20 miles, you know, just start out a little small. Um, and also, you know, get involved there. It could be yoga or get a friend. Oftentimes when we tell people, hey, I'm trying to lose weight or I want to work out, um, the more it's kind of around that people will encourage you, but get someone else involved with you. Maybe that's something, too, if you and your spouse get on team, keep each other in check, work out together, find something that's going to appeal to you. Maybe it's a dance class, you know, Zumba or yoga or bar method, um, or maybe it's CrossFit, you know, whatever, or, or joining a, a soccer team or, you know, I, I know growing up, you guys always participated in this adult softball league that had the physical aspect, but it also was a social way. You know, you make friends with that, and, um, and it was something really fun each week. So 
find something um, you know that's going to be rewarding to you. Um, that to understand you know, that, that physical activity is going to help your longevity, help your endorphins, help you be happy, but also help you be healthy. And that's our whole goal, as it is every year. But we're at the start of the year, 2014. You know, we say it every year, but we want this year to be our best year, our healthiest and our happiest year. And it definitely, definitely will if we can follow some of these tips. So for everyone, again, just remember, don't beat yourself up because you're not being bad. Don't dwell on the negative. Go to the positive. Remember not to starve yourself. Do not go on a diet. Just choose healthy foods and eat mindfully. And work out and exercise, but do things that you love and uh don't skip meals, get lots of fiber, you know, get real food, real fruits, real vegetables. I, I'm not a big fan of bars and those kind of things. Drink lots and lots of water, keep your mind healthy, and just, you know, remember to move your body and have fun because when we're doing that, we're going to sustain our motivation and we're going to move forward and we're going to have a really terrific year. So great health segment, Heather. I know that this is going to be a wonderful year for everyone out there and Heather and I are going to be here with you every step of the way to help you have it. And when we come back from break, we're going to saunter into the January garden for just a little bit of upkeep. So we don't want you to go away. Make sure to go to our websites at starstyleproductions.com, starstyleradio.com, and the charity, be the star you are.org. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Pitney. And you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And I will be right back. Stay with us. The star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you interested in influencing others? If you want to help others be better and to grow, what can you do? Well, it's an important question, and the shortest answer is we influence others by improving ourselves every day. What a few tips that will help you is to spur the recognition through solid, ongoing coaching. You can't make other people want to be better because when change is an issue, it's a choice, which means that you need to help the other person see a clear picture of what better looks like, internalize the benefits of being better, and and perhaps most important, see themselves as capable of reaching that level of improvement. Engage the other person in ongoing conversations. Learn more about their perspective of their work, about their motivations and their challenges at home and at work. And, of course, what are their goals? All of this will help you see how you can help them see the picture of the future that they can attain. And it's an ongoing conversation. Next, check your own expectations and your beliefs about that person. If you don't feel that he or she can or will succeed, the likelihood is very severely limited because we have to monitor our belief in others carefully. You know, we want people to be the best they can be, but we also want them to reach for being the best. 
your behavior influences others to see you being willing to change and willingly studying, trying, growing, improving. We have to be open ourselves to coaching from others. If we want others to grow, we have to consistently grow ourselves, be consistent in our focus, and discuss performances, progress, and be supportive of one another. Remember, you are the star of your own performance, so turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Style. For more information, visit star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR to book a coaching session today. Be the star you are. Light up the Low literacy and poor communication skills have been identified in studies as major contributors to general conduct disorders, psychiatric disorders, criminal behavior, and adolescent suicide. To live and prosper in this society, we must be lifelong learners with access to knowledge and skills that can sustain our lives at work, at home, and in our communities. Be the star you are. 501c3 Charity has been working to increase literacy and improve positive message programming since 1999. You can help by making a tax-deductible donation today. Visit www.bethestarur.org. Everybody counts. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star you Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR Be the star you are You are the star Pump up your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan now, back to the power party. Find all you need in a light that shines. Believe in yourself. Well, thank you so much for staying with me here on Star Style. Be the star you are. It is a power party every week when you are listening here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The secret to every success lies not in what or even who you know, but clearly in seeing where you want to go. And this year, we are going to set goals and we're going to help you achieve them because you have the power. We want you to get going and stay going and dream big and, of course, As I said at the top of the show, we're going to dream it, and we are going to do it. A quick reminder that this is the final week for the 10th Annual National Be The Star You Are Essay Contest. Please send your entries before next week. Go to starstyleradio.com and click on events, and you'll find guidelines and how to enter and all the prizes. You can win money and interviews and books and other things. So it's a very great contest. I also just want to give a big thanks to everyone who contributed with Operation Disaster 
Leaf, where we were able to send over 2,000 books to the uh, tornado disaster region in the Midwest. We worked with several different shelters and the fire department and were able to get brand new books to children. And a big thanks to Brooke Aubrey for sending his book, uh, The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob, which is a wonderful picture book. Well, it is January and it seems like it's winter and out there and it's bleak, but we're going to go in to the gardener. Anne Morrow Lindbergh had this wonderful quote, a gardener is one for whom the prospect of the future is not threatening, but happy. So that's how I look at a new year and we welcome the new year. It's going to be filled with abundant cheer and probably for me, it's going to be too many deer if you've been following any of my garden articles. Okay, I'm not really a poet, but anyway, I am a dedicated nature girl, and I look forward to being your personal gardening guide every month. Most everyone begins January with big dreams, expansive goals, and resolutions to be and do better. We do want to lose weight. We want to get a better job. We want to find our Romeo and Juliet. We want to move to our dream location. Statistics indicate that by February 1st, four out of five of those sacred resolutions have died, just like a plant that isn't watered. So why do we give up? Because it is such hard work to change, to morph, to grow. It takes dedication, it takes perseverance, and it takes a deep commitment to imagine magnificence and know that we deserve to receive the best. But gardeners have a strength of character and the desire to make a world a more beautiful place, one seedling at a time. I have found that gardeners are normally very optimistic. And even when it's a drought or even when we just we have these terrible blizzards or freezes that we've been seeing you know, throughout the United States at, at snowstorms and floods, our glasses still remain half full because we know that failure is fertilizer for the compost pile. So I look forward to meeting every landscape challenge. With you this year with tenacity and with courage because I believe that we're all gardeners in life and we are strong. So most of all, we're not going to be threatened. We're going to be super happy and together we're just going to grow where we are planted. But I do have a few tips to for the garden. So if you are um, a nature person and even whether you have a pot or just a small little plot of land, here are some things that you can do right now in January to start preparing for the next few months and things that you can do just to prepare your winter garden. First of all, you want to create a budget for your gardening desires for the year and include everything you want to do in your private paradise. You're going to be armored to meet the unexpected. And that means to create this budget for the entire year. Do you want a new outdoor kitchen? Do you want to plant a vegetable garden? Do you want other edibles? You know, do you want to create a potager? Do you want a butterfly garden? Are you going to have to put in a fence? Are you going to want to put in bird baths or bird houses? What is it that you want? Create a budget. Next, think next winter, the winter harvest, by putting in some squash varieties on your spring planting list. You'll want some flavors and textures, and the growing times will vary, but you might want to consider bush delicata. This only takes 80 days to grow, or gold nugget, it takes 95 days, or sweet mama, it takes 84 days, and they're all going to be appropriate for smaller garden spaces. Basically, what I'm saying 
is while it's winter and you're sitting by the fireplace and you're snuggled up with your hot cocoa and your uh, your blankie, you might want to be looking through seed catalogs or um, or plant catalogs, and they're they are out in mass now. Just in the last couple of weeks, I think I've received like 20 different catalogs. And it's really fun to look through them and see all the pictures and learn all the new varieties. And you can start planning for the whole year. Now, allow the bright berries of cotton, ester, pyrocantha, holly, purple, beautyberry, and verburnum to remain on your bushes. Because uh, you don't want to prune those off now. The birds actually need these for nourishment especially in these cold climates. So don't, uh, don't cut those. Also, you want to refrain from pruning any foliage that might have been damaged by freezing or frost. You're going to wait until March here in California when most frost danger has passed. And in other parts of the United States, you, it might even be April. But the key is is do not prune the, this ugly, the ugly dead, what looks like dead, foliage, etc., that is on your plants. If you do, you could be actually hurting your plants. So we don't want to do that by any means. The next is um, to prune your rose bushes this month. Now, it's still a little bit early. You want to do it towards the end of the month. And for those who are in colder climates, it might even be a little bit in uh, in February. Cut above the bub, a bud and also remove all crossing or deadwood. Your prized bushes are going to sprout new growth within about six weeks. I usually have roses blooming by March. I have not pruned yet, and it's uh, you know it's January. I still have a few you know random roses that I can uh, that are blooming. But in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be pruning them down to the ground. Make sure to feed your citrus trees. Uh, you want to check with your local garden center for the best fertilizer combinations. And usually it's a feeding of nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium in a ratio of, a ratio of 211. It's usually a smart bet. But always go according to the directions for your area. And do you remember that uh, navel oranges, Washington navel oranges, are ripening, will be ripening within the next couple of weeks if they have not been damaged by frost. So if you're going to have a freezing night, make sure to cover your trees and bushes. You can brighten your Drury Garden with paths of pansies and primroses. They're available at all the different nurseries now in a variety of colors. Obviously, if you live in snow country, you're not going to be planting anything outside. So for those of you who are in snow country, this is a good time to buy a beautiful orchid and bring it inside, you know, keep it inside, just to brighten up your your um, your room now that you've taken down holiday uh, trees and your plants. Cut back any dried foliage from ornamental grasses as well as any old stems from perennials. And then speaking of holiday plants, if you got azaleas or you got, um, um, you know, any kind of flowering plant as a gift, you know, maybe maybe you got the, the Christmas cactus. These are supposed to go outside. Again, not if you're in snow country, but if you're just in a cold area, they do need to to go outside for uh, to get some air, and they'll keep and then put them in a secluded part of maybe a patio or a porch until you're ready to plant them in the ground. You want to spray your diluted horticultural oil on fruit trees and roses because it's time to kill those overwintering insects and insect eggs. 
Avoid walking on your lawns when they're very wet or when there has been a cold spell or a freeze because you'll damage the grass blades. It's a great time to start looking at those seed catalogs, as I was saying earlier. And you want to make sure to stick to GMO-free heirloom varieties. Uh, there are several catalogs that I like. One is uh, So True Seed and Rare Seeds for suggestions on, variety, on different species and varieties that you can plant. But there are many others, too. Because we have the heat on in our house, you're going to want to mist house plants and check for dryness often. You may have to water a bit more during the winter months because our house plants seem to suffer from heating sources. Now, January is also a great time for planting bare root fruit trees, roses, berries, and vines. They are inexpensive at your nurseries right now. And again, I'm not talking for snow country, but for those who live where it's just rainy and cold, this is a good time to get those in the ground. Now, if you're going to, uh, many people still have their Christmas trees up because the Epiphany was just uh, a couple of days ago, and I know a lot of people keep their Christmas trees up all the way through January, but when you do decide to shred your tree and add it to your compost pile or to recycle it through your waste service, make sure that you remove all the ornaments, the tinsel, the lights, hanging wires from the trees. You don't want to have any of that in your recycling or in your compost. Now, it's time to plan for your spring and summer garden. Here in California, where it looks like we're going into a dry season, we have not had rain since, I think it was November now in uh, California, so it's pretty, it's definitely dry. So when you're looking at planting, consider some dry, some drought-resistant specimens. 2013 is probably the driest year in California history since 1895, so I know so many of us have this mindset of spare the air. Well, now we have to think about spare the water. If you're going to be planting, think more about yarrow and sedums and sage and uh, gallardia and probably cactus and, um, and other drought-resistant plants. This is a good time of the year to sharpen and clean your tools because when spring comes, it comes quickly and we want to be prepared. Take your uh, mower and shredders in for annual maintenance. The sharper the blades, the better your lawn is going to look and the better your tools will work. Beware of bees in your boots. I know this is a really weird one because it's winter. You don't think of bees being out there, but they're out doing their work. And before putting on your shoes, check to see if there's anything living in it. Just recently, I went to put on my uh, sandals uh, when I was outside and uh, I got stung by a bee that was living inside my shoe. So <laughs> that wasn't very fun. Enjoy your winter downtime by wandering in your backyard and just daydreaming about what could be. If we do get some rain, it's always nice to sit on a porch and listen to the rain and watch it, you know, kind of bundle up and, and just enjoy that clear smell that happens. Then find evergreen varieties of azaleas, camellias, um, rhododendrons and azaleas right now. Right now they are in the nurseries and in the garden centers and you can see the colors that you want and you can find ones that are going to suit your style and whether you have sun or shade exposure and the different preferences because I 
love certain colors. I love the bright pink and I love the purple azaleas and rhododendrons, but sometimes things, plants are mislabeled. So I like to buy these particular plants when they're in bloom. This is the time to do it. And if possible, visit a secret garden this year. There are many private places that are available for viewing. You can go to gardenconservancy.org and you can see when the open days are. That's Garden Conservancy. That's spelled C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-N-C-Y. And, of course, like everything, you want to set your sights high and you're going to grow for it. So let's make this the best garden year ever as well as the best year just for our lives. And we can do it together. As I like to say, happy gardening and happy growing. It's a happy new year. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about how we can be forever young. I mean, it's easier than ever to look and feel youthful. And I have several tips that are going to help you do that. A lot of it is about how you feel about yourself. So I am Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For information on Be the Star You Are charity, go to bethestarur.org. And while you're there, make a donation. And information on Star Style, visit starstyleproductions.com or star-style.com. We'll be back in a bit, and we're going to have a few secrets to share with being young forever. Stay with me. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Be the star you are The star you are Be the star you are You are the star Be the star you are You are Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Believe in yourself. We know you have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. And there's always detours. But that where we're going to come in here with Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're going to bring you authors, experts, books that inspire, information that will entertain and motivate you. We're going to ignite your power and help you shoot for the stars. I am Cynthia Bryan, and I am your personal growth coach here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, broadcasting from the Voice America Empowerment 
channel. We hope that you enjoy our world broadcast. Well, growing older is inevitable, but you have more control over it than you think. Most people, when they think about, you know, if you're past like 21, you don't want to really get older. Everybody wants to get to 21, and then by then you kind of want to start going backwards. I was reading a biography of Robert Evans uh, recently, the movie director, and it was like any regrets, and it's like getting older. And I think in this interview, he must have listed age as one of his the worst things that's happened to him maybe five or six times. But, you know, from the minute we are born, we're aging. And while we can't prevent it, we can control the way that we age. Now, Pittsburgh-based orthopedic surgeon and author of Fitness After 40, Dr. Vonda Wright, estimates that only 30% of the effects of getting older are predetermined by genetics and the rest is based on our daily lifestyle decisions. And as Heather was talking to us in our health segment in our first part of the hour, we have control over our daily lifestyle decisions. We don't have to have the same aches and pains that our mom and dad or our grandparents did. We don't have to look like our grandparents did when they turned 50 or 70 or whatever. So while some people experiment with really drastic diets, which again, you know that we hate that word diet, or mega doses of supplements or turn to surgery in an attempt to look and feel younger, Extreme measures really aren't necessary. If you just take care of yourself and you you really follow a few of these tips that I'm going to give you now, you will maintain a youthful glow and you'll stay healthy for decades to come. And the secret is, is really staying healthy and then having that inside belief that we're always young at heart. So the first one is... You know, you do want to maintain a healthy weight because maintaining a healthy weight protects against heart disease and diabetes, and it also preserves your looks. Now, I don't like to stand on a scale, but you can just tell by putting on your clothes. When researchers from Case Western Reserve University asked a panel to guess the ages of identical twins, the judges thought, that the overweight twin, who was 24 pounds heavier than her sister, was three years older. So just keep in mind that if you're overweight, you're going to develop a double chin and jowls, and that just telegraphs aging. So a youth preserver is, is aim to shed excess pounds, but don't aim to do it quickly. Do it slowly. When you use lose weight too rapidly, what happens is the skin's nutritional and hydration needs can't be met. And that often results in the sunken appearance. So your goal is to get and to keep your body mass index in a normal range. So calculate yours. You can go to uh, websites to calculate yours. And then not dip into underweight territory because a lack of adequate fat, especially in the face and hands, also causes you to look gaunt and frail. The other thing, enough sleep, but sleep on your back. Now, this one's a hard one for me. I must have, as a baby, been put on my belly a lot because I like sleeping on my stomach. But when you burrow your face into a pillow, it feels really comfortable. But the interesting thing is it can result in lines and wrinkles. And according to a recent study in the Journal of Cosmetic and Laser Therapy, people who consistently sleep on one side are apt to end up with wrinkles on their cheeks and, and chin. For example, they say that 76% of people sleep on their side 
or their stomach. And those who doze on their tummy are more prone, prone to furrowed brows. I don't know. I'm always massaging my brow, but, it, but it's more furrowed than it was. But I just don't, I don't like sleeping on my back. But if you can, the marks become deeper and they do become permanent. You know, I guess it's gravitational forces, but on your stomach, your skin is being pulled downward, and then the pressure from the pillow can worsen any creases. When you sleep on your side, it puts stress on your face, and it forces your face in one direction, which exacerbates, exacerbates, sorry, I'm saying this wrong, the existing folds and wrinkles. So people who curl up on their side also tend to end up with some fluid accumulation under an eye. So... The best thing that you can do is to sleep on your back. Try to train yourself to do that. Now, there is a downside to sleeping on your back. People who sleep on their back snore more. So if you have a partner, a husband, or a wife, and you're prone to snoring, it may not work so well. I know I'm always, my husband sleeps on his back, and when he snores, I'm always like poking him because the snoring is to me, worse than the wrinkles. If you experience shoulder aches, you know, put a pillow under your shoulder. Or if you have small back pain, you might want to put a pillow under your knee. But you will prevent wrinkles from sleeping on your back. Although, you will snore. So, tension. We need to get our tension under control. A lot of studies are linking chronic stress to a host of health conditions like heart disease, depression, and One thing that happens is as you age on a cellular level, when you get older, the caps on the ends of your chromosomes, which are called your telomeres, they start to shrink. And those protective tips become smaller each time a cell divides. When they get too short, the cell stops functioning altogether, which is why telomere length is associated with aging. In fact, there was a study that found that people with the shortest telomeres were 23% more likely to die within three years than those with longer ones. So even though it's a natural process and it's an, it's occurring no matter what you do, if you feel flustered all the time and you are always stressed, you are going to shorten your lifespan and you're going to shorten those telomeres. So try to be more zen-like because the difference is equivalent to aging your body about 10 years. So if you want a youth um, preservation Chaos and frustration are inevitable in life, but learning how to manage them is important. As we've always said in acting, it's acting is reacting. So it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to it. So start separating important stressors in your life from the not so important ones. So make a list of things that are bugging you and be as objective as possible. You might want to do something like rating stress things like one to 10, you know, maybe having enough money to pay the rent, getting, uh, you know, your car running out of gas, uh, paying for insurance, whatever it is. Start rating the stressors and then start deciding that you don't want to have a health crisis and you want to think about how stressed you are with each item. If the amount of tension you're experiencing for every stressor is greater than its importance, recognize that you're probably overreacting. And there's not a right way to uh, relax, but for me, 
I enjoy doing yoga, a hot bath. I love reading a good book. A movie is fantastic. And a glass of wine. <laughs> that always Those are my sanity savers. Right now, both Heather and I are having fun because we're Screen Actor Guild after members, and we'll be talking about this next week. But we've been judging for the SAG Awards that are coming up in, um, I think it's the 18th of January. So I've been really enjoying watching all the different movies that are for awards, you know, uh, including 12 Years a Slave and um, the Dallas Buyers Club um, and all the good movies that are out there. So movies are a great way to relax. The next thing is, you know, your mom always told you to eat fruits and vegetables, and as usual, she was right. People who get fewer than five servings a day of fruits and vegetables have shorter telomeres that I was telling you about than those who eat lots of produce. The antioxidants in those foods stomp out the free radicals, and those are molecules that damage the cells and encourage telomeres to shrink, and they shrink more quickly when you don't have antioxidants. So good nutrition is so important to looking younger. You want to get plenty of vitamin C. Excellent sources are citrus, strawberries, kale, because having vitamin C translates to fewer wrinkles and less age dry skin regardless of how old you are plus at this time of the year especially you're going to have less flus and colds so consider five servings of produce is your daily minimum and get more if you can eat a fruit and vegetable at every meal and try to snack in between time you can steam broccoli you can have you know cauliflower even freeze dried uh, fruits or sip some locale smoothies. You know, I like I like making things with uh, yogurt and lots of lots of fruit. Right now, since I have a little mini farm, my tangerines are ripe. So when I go up to feed the chickens, I grab a tangerine, and it's very delicious. And I'm getting my vitamin C. Also, this is an interesting one, and for those who who have partners, research from the United Kingdom finds that people who are enjoying sex three or four times a week appear four years younger than those who do do the deed a little less less often. So, you you know, it improves your circulation to the capillaries in your face, gives you that rosy glow, and it prompts your body to release human growth hormones, which. Uh, stimulate cell renewal and beta endorphins and that's like a natural morphine that's a substance that helps combat anxiety so you know not every couple needs a lot of sex or even wants a lot of sex but you might want to make it a priority do something fun the other thing is to sip green tea from fighting cancer to helping you lose weight there's a good reason that this Asian staple has become a health hero Right now, I have a cup of tea in front of me. That's why we have our segment, Tea for Two. It appears that filling your mug has cosmetic perks. So people who drank green tea beverages every day had substantial improvements in skin elasticity that after 12 weeks, you can really see a difference. So to reap some beauty benefits in the same time frame, you want to consume you know, a few cups of tea a day and maybe your bladder won't be up to the challenge, then, you know, maybe drink two to four cups if you, you can't uh, if you can't make it to the bathroom that often. So three instant age erasers and then we'll wind it up for the day is to define your, to define your features. Cosmetics don't just smooth the appearance of fine lines, but a lack of facial contrast 
you know, particularly between your lips and the surrounding skin. So if you are a woman and you like to have a little bit of makeup, at least use some lipstick and mascara and perhaps some eyeliner, and that'll define some of your best features. Good posture. Good posture makes everyone look thinner, and it promotes an image of confidence, of power, and of alertness. So you want to take care not to slump forward or to slouch. And remember to keep your shoulders relaxed and your core muscles engaged. For those of us who have worked by computers often, and I know I am I am very, very susceptible to this, I tend to bend over the computer, and I have to really, really think hard and remember to stand up straight, take that deep breath in, exhale, and I put my shoulders back. I pull a piece of my hair as if I'm a puppet on a string. And most of all, smile. People underestimate the age of happy faces by at least two years. And this was from a study from the Journal of Psychology and Aging. And the bonus is that research shows that grinning makes people look more attractive. So you want to be beautiful, act beautiful, think beautiful, and think young because we are only as old as we feel, but we can look much older if we don't take care of ourselves. So take good care of your body, your skin, and your soul. You know, think beauty from the inside out. So thanks so much for being listeners here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every week. We're excited to start our new year with you and to share our knowledge, our our motivation, our inspiration, and the experts that we'll be bringing to the show. Remember, you can change your life, and you can make your dreams come true. It is a choice, and it's up to you. If you need coaching or consulting, contact Star Style Productions, 925-377-STAR, or visit star-style.com. To make a donation to the charity or get involved, volunteer, visit BeTheStarYouAre.org or our youth dot org. We're always here to encourage, inspire, amuse, motivate, and inform you. We want you to read books and we want you to celebrate every moment of your life. So remember that love always wins, kindness prevails, and smiles keep us young and happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan from Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Shoot for the stars and make this year the best year ever. We'll celebrate again next week. Make it a great one. Be the star you are. The star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.